Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking and communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News chief political anchor Brett Bear. It is time now for our Common Ground segment. Joining us tonight are two of the members, the top two members of the House Intelligence Committee, Republican Chairman Mike Turner and ranking Democrat Jim Himes. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for joining us uh, tonight. I wanted to get to this hearing, which is pretty rare for the Intelligence Committee, an open hearing, a panel of five former members attending, talking about bipartisanship. But I do want to start about some of the breaking news. Uh, and this one comes from the Washington Post. Uh, the U.S., according to the Washington Post, had intelligence of detailed Ukrainian plan to attack the Nord Stream pipeline. The CIA learned last June via European spy agents see that a six-person team of Ukrainian special operations forces intended to sabotage the Russia to Germany natural gas project. Chairman Turner, first to you. Um, thoughts on this and, and knowledge of it? Anything you can shed light on? Well, obviously, we cannot confirm or deny the details of a, of a report, especially such as this, um, where it's from unnamed sources. I can certainly say that the administration, of course, has been adamantly opposed to any attacks on, on infrastructure, certainly an attack like this uh, that's an economic attack. Uh, and certainly so the, the United States was is absolutely opposed to whoever the actors were uh, for this type of a, of a sabotage action. Congressman Himes, uh, the administration was pretty clear uh, at the time about this. Uh, take a listen. Until uh, complete uh, investigation is done, uh, no one will be able to really uh, determine for certain what happened. If only people weren't so gullible uh, when it comes to some of these claims. We couldn't be clear about this. We categorically, categorically reject these false accusations. Uh, the United States was not involved in this in any way. We still do believe it was an act of sabotage. Uh, the United States was not involved in any way, contrary to some press reporting out there. Congressman Himes, uh, the United States, they said, was not involved in any way. Uh, at the time, from Capitol Hill and from the administration, were suggestions that Russia did it. Uh, so there's some confusion here. Well, um, Brett, yeah, we can't obviously talk about either press reports that may be pointing at classified information or the classified information uh, itself. I can tell you that uh, the, the individual at the White House who said the United States was involved in no way, shape or form was accurate. Uh, the United States was not involved. The White House is, all, is also appropriately careful about naming names on these situations. We've got, of course, a, a situation right now where a dam was destroyed. The Ukrainians are saying it was the Russians. Uh, we, the White House is being very careful uh, until we we know for sure, uh, you know, no, no, uh, no, no, no such statement's going to be made. 
looking at pictures of that dam explosion now. Some things you can talk about uh, is the situation in Ukraine currently. Mr. Chairman, um, your assessment of where things stand and whether the support from the U.S. is as strong as you think it should be. Well, I was in Ukraine just a couple months ago, and, and Jim and I were in Ukraine just before the election, making clear of our strong support. I was there learning uh, from the, about the plans of their on, upcoming offensive, and today the Armed Services Committee got, has received a briefing. And I can tell you that uh, from the U.S. perspective, I think we're very confident that the Ukrainians are ready, that they have the equipment that they need. Uh, they certainly have the spirit, as President Zelensky has rallied his country and the world on this is the fight for democracy. Uh, I think the Ukrainians are, are up for this fight, uh, and the Russians are certainly going to see, I think, uh, their forces being pushed back uh, to the border in Ukraine, retaking their territory. Congressman Himes? Yeah, look, I think um, this institution, the Congress, is very strongly behind continuing to support the war in Ukraine against the Russians. And I think that's not just a Congress or a U.S. issue. That is a NATO and Western issue. People understand that if Putin gets anything out of this, we, this will not be the last time we see it. Now, um, some of the uh, supposed critics of the effort are saying, hey, we should have better accountability about where the money is going, where the weapons are going. That's all fair. That's all fair. People can say we want to make sure that these weapons and all of the aid that, we're being that is being provided to the Ukrainians is being used well. That's different than saying I oppose aid, which I will tell you, and I think the chairman would agree, is a, is a, is a pretty fringy view around here right now. We'll continue right after this. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I have to ask this because it's in the news about unidentified aerial phenomena and the possibility that this whistleblower is accurate. A piece of this. Here you go. We have spacecraft from another species. We do. Yeah. How many? Quite a number. It's astonishing. Uh, these people are said to be well respected. There's a number of them, former officials. Anything on that from your committee? Uh, maybe I'll jump in quickly here and just say um, we did have a hearing. Uh, in fact, we've had two hearings in the last couple of years on this subject. And um, I asked a question in the second hearing. I asked, do we, because of course you hear this notion that's been out there forever that the United States government is hiding material, that we're hiding aliens or whatever. I asked a very specific question, which is, do we have any sort of matter, organic or inorganic or whatever, that we can't explain as to its source? Now, this was a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and the answer was an unequivocal no. Could that have changed? Maybe so. I suspect we'll ask this question, whether we can give the answer on uh, once we have it, I, I, I don't know the answer right. to that Mr. question. Mr. Chairman, obviously part of the story is that they've held it from Congress, from the administration. I mean, it's, it's pretty astonishing, if true. Um, anything to weigh in on? Brett, this has been a story since the 1960s, really. Every decade, there's been individuals who've said that, that the United States has the, the, such pieces of, of uh, you know, unidentified flying objects that, that are from outer space. Um, there, there's no evidence of this. Um, and, and certainly, you know, it would be quite a conspiracy uh, for this yeah. to be able to be maintained, uh, especially at this level. Okay. I, you're having a panel, five former members, a rare open hearing aimed at restoring bipartisanship. There you see some of the members of the former members of the Intelligence Committee. Uh, Mr. Chairman, let me start with you about why to do this. Obviously, the House Intelligence Committee has a bit of a sordid past when it comes to bipartisanship. I assume that's behind this. 
Absolutely, and I got to give Jim Himes credit. We are working together as a team. Uh, you know, we're facing national security threats, um, and we're doing it on a bipartisan basis. Every member of our committee has made a commitment to work bipartisan, and it really came from uh, you know Speaker McCarthy and Hakeem Jeffries, Minority Leader, coming before our committee and giving us this charge that we are to work for on national security and keeping our, our country safe, and we're doing it. The hearing that we're having tomorrow is former members of our committee. It's bipartisan: Jane Harmon, Frank Lobiondo, Pete King. Uh, uh, Jim Langevin and others, will be, uh, Leona Ross-Layton, will be there to give us uh, their perspective of having served on the committee when it was working on a bipartisan basis. What work do they think we need to get doing um, and what do they think they left undone? And Congressman Himes, just to end on you, you've had 11 members uh, on a re recent Mideast CODEL, including both of you. You referenced that. Um, for folks out there that think that Congress does not work in this way, in a common ground way, uh, what do you say to them? Well, the National Security Committees need to work. And, you know, if you look back over the history of the Intelligence Committee, generally speaking, it has. We've managed to keep the, pol the politics out of it. There were some years there, obviously, when the whole Ukraine investigation was undertaken by the committee where, yes, we were badly, badly polarized. The chairman uh, uh, has really committed himself, and, and I have too, to making sure that we keep the partisan fights out of this. National security is way too important. When we go to the Middle East, as we did, we were in Israel, we were in Jordan, we were in Egypt, it is really important that people see us working together in the service, not just of our own national security, but in the service of stability around the world. If we're fighting with each other that, uh, you know, in the national security realm, that is a comfort to our enemies, and, and, and we're not going to do that. Always trying to find common ground here. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Ranking Member of the House Intelligence Committee, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.